Hey guys, welcome back to the Pennies and Pounds podcast with your host Kay and this is a podcast where we aim to dispel myths, simplify difficult financial jargon and rectify your own personal problems. We are back guys, I know it's been two weeks, it's been two whole weeks but we are back. I hope you haven't missed us too much, you know, I hope you haven't. We are back, the podcast is back, so happy to be back honestly. It's been a long time, but it's been with good reason. A lot has been going into into planning things, planning things in the next couple of months. A lot of things to announce, but all in due time. But trust me when I say it's been needed. It's been needed. For those of you who don't know, Penny Spouse is turning one. It's turning one next month in October. So that will be a great time. We'll have a big announcement on that day, a special episode. It's going to be so good. But let's get straight into today's episode. Today's episode is going to be all about myths regarding student loans. I know if you're listening, you could be someone who's starting uni next couple of weeks. You could be someone who's finishing uni. Let's talk about student loans because at the end of the day, it affects a lot, lot of people. So let's dive into it. So a bit of background about student loans. To this day, well, 2019, 2.38 million people have student loans in the UK that's a lot a lot a lot of people and I know there's a lot of misconceptions when it comes to student loans so let's go through to the first one the first myth is that student loans affect your credit score so you think so right every loan that we can think of credit cards store cards payday loans whatever you can think of car payments anything you think of is on your credit file and it has an effect but Your student loan has no effect on your credit file. It does not show up on there, so that means it has no effect. So don't worry about, oh my gosh, I'm in, let's try to think, the regular, okay, so let's do the maths. One year, as it stands at the moment, it's £9,250. For a year, we times that by three, the average, you know, average length of time at university. So that's £27,750 in debt, just for tuition fee. No, we're not even including maintenance loan if you're someone who moved out from home and you're living at uni. That's way more. So obviously you'd think, wow, I'm going to be in almost probably like 40 grand worth of debt that must have an effect on my credit score, right? It absolutely doesn't. It does not. So don't worry about it. I've heard I've heard stories of people who have had this misconception and said, you know what, this is actually going to have a big effect on my future. So I need to pick and choose. Some people will have even declined getting a maintenance loan because they think of the effect that student loans going to have on their credit score in the future. I'm here to tell you, if you're someone who is applying or has applied and not sure about the maintenance loan, go and get it. Don't worry, student loan does not affect your credit score. Second myth, this is one, oh my gosh, I really want to kind of get deep into this myth. Let's get deep into this myth. So when it comes to repaying your student loan, one myth that a lot of people think is that the more debt that you have, must mean the more that you repay, right? That's, it's logic. So if I were to borrow £10,000, I'm going to have to repay, you know, a certain amount over a period of time. But if I borrow £50,000, I'm going to have to repay back more. So my monthly payments will technically be more because I've borrowed more money. Makes sense. Not in the case of student loans, you'll be happy to hear. It does not work in that way. So regardless of how much student loans you have, so for example, let's take let's say it's me and let's say the amount I've borrowed in total is £50,000. I've got £50,000 out right now. I'm still going to repay back the same amount. Doesn't matter. I can add on another 20k onto that. Doesn't matter. You can be someone who only has 30k in student loan. We're all going to pay back the same amount. Why? 
Because when it comes to repaying student loans, you only repay back 9% on top of any income that you earn over a certain amount. So that just stays the same, only over a certain amount. So whether or not I have £80,000 of student debt or £20,000, I'm only repaying back 9% of any income over a certain amount. And that threshold at the moment, so we're talking right now, 2020, that threshold is you have to be earning over £26,525 per year. If you are under that threshold, you will make no student loan repayments until you earn over that. So what that means now is, let's say I earn 28000 Oh, I've got to do the maths quickly. Let me do the maths before I say anything. So 28000 is what I'm earning at the moment. So remember, the threshold is £26,525. That's where you don't pay any student loans. So if we take that away, it means I'm left with £1,475 difference. Hopefully you're still on track with me. Yes, yeah? so I'm earning £28,000 a year. The threshold of when I start making student loan repayments is £26,575 per year. So the difference is 1475 So that now means the difference amounts, yes, yeah? so the £1,475 amount I'm only going to start repaying back 9% on top of that. So that means that the difference, I'll be paying back £132.75 each month to my student loan. So it doesn't, it's not based on how much loan I have borrowed or how much um, student finance have given me. It's based on how much income do you earn. So if I earn a lot more, that means the difference between a threshold amount and how much I'm actually earning is going to be a lot higher, which means I'm going to repay back more. Hopefully you're still with me on that. I know there's a lot of maths. Maths is not my strength, but that is one myth I wanted to just kind of dispel right there and get rid of. If you had that in your head, don't worry about it. That's not how it works. Another myth is you start making repayments as soon as you graduate. This is not the case. So if you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to start paying as soon as I finish. What a joke. That is not the case. So the earliest that you'll be expected to make a payment is the following April from your graduation. So that means that if you graduated, let's say this year in 2020, in April 2020 or July 2020, you won't make any repayments until April 2021. So you don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I don't have money at the moment and they're going to ask me back for my money right now. Don't worry about that. You are absolutely fine. I know it may seem like, oh my gosh, especially me. So I'm a new graduate, almost anyway. I'm a new graduate. And, it, you know, if you're like me, you may think, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to pay straight away. It's not the case. You don't have to worry about that. Another myth that I think a lot of people will have in mind as well is a lot of people think that student loan is going to follow them to the end of time. So you graduate at, let's say, 21 and you're going to be paying off until you're like 85 in your retirement. That is not the case. You'll be happy to hear. I know I was anyway when I found out. You'll be happy to hear that you pay for your student loan for 30 years. After 30 years, if you have not paid it off in full, then it gets written off. It gets wiped off. The government says, OK, it's done. Forget about it. Forget about the remainder. So that technically means if for whatever reason you never made over the threshold amount, so if, if for whatever reason over the three 
three years. If for whatever reason, over the 30 years, you never made more than £26,575, you would never pay a penny back in student finance repayments. And if you did, for example, because obviously that's the aim, hopefully you went to university and you were able to get a good graduate job and earn a lot of money, your payments will stop after 30 years. So if you graduate at 21, your payments will stop at 51. I know it's still a long time, but at least you're not paying it until the end of time because that would not be a fun time. And I think one final myth that we're going to go into is... This one, I know a lot of people may have this in their head. So if you are looking to save up for your first house in the coming years, whether it's the next one year, five years, ten years, you may wonder, you know what, how will my student loan, my student finance affect me getting a mortgage? And there's a myth out there that if you have a student loan, mortgage lenders will decline you. So let's backtrack into how it works with, the, you know, getting a mortgage process. So I've touched on it in a few episodes that we've got a home buying episode. We've got a few different ones you can have a listen to if you'll know more about buying a home, what that entails. Ultimately, when it comes down to it, when you actually go in there, sit down with your mortgage broker um, to find what is going to work best for me. Or you go into a bank and you have a meeting about your mortgages and I want to get this mortgage out. What do I need or what do I need to prove? So when you go in there, the bank will ask to see your, your income, proof of your income, of course. They'll also ask to see your your transactions for the last couple of months because they want to see, are you someone who spends frivolously? Are you someone who just blows money or are you someone who spends as and when they need to? Because that's a very important factor because obviously banks want to be secure and know that you are definitely going to repay back this money because ultimately banks are lending you hundreds of thousands of pounds to buy a property. And yes, whilst they can repossess it if you don't make payments, ultimately they don't want to do that. They really don't. They just want to make sure that they're giving the loans out to the right person. So they, they want to see how much you spend and how you spend your money and how you look after it. They also will have a look into your credit file and see your history and see how good you are of credit. They'll also see how much credit you have out. So do I have two credit cards out? Do I have 10? Have I maxed out all 10? They will look at all that. They will factor that in. They will also look at what debts you have at the moment so do I have as I mentioned do I have the credit cards have I got a car payment have I also got payday loans out what forms of debt do I have because ultimately that again will affect how you can repay if I'm repaying back if I've got 10 credit cards each credit card I need to pay 100 pounds back every single month but then my income doesn't really match up because I can't afford it they're then they're not going to give you a loan because they need to make sure that you can repay so when it comes to looking at your loans and your credit does student loan fall into that? Will that have an effect? The answer is no. Banks know that students, loads of people have student loans. So they they do look at it, of course. Yes, it's something that they look at, but they don't take it into account as to whether or not they're going to give you a mortgage or what rate they're going to give you for your mortgage if you have a student loan out. So don't worry about it. If you're looking for a house or you're thinking, you know what, I want to go, but I did my undergraduate for four years and then I went on to your postgraduate. Uh, so I've got loads of debt in my name. Is that going to affect me? That is not going to affect you. They factor in a lot of things, like I mentioned, and you can listen more in previous episodes that we've done about property buying, your first time properties and how that all works but it will have absolutely no effect on you whatsoever. So I wanted to do this episode to kind of help everyone who's going into uni, leaving uni and worried about what they're going to do with their 
with their student finance because I know for me, I was someone, I never had that worry. I, I didn't worry about how I was going to repay back. I lived for the now. I don't know if that was good or bad, but I guess it worked out all right in the end, but I live for the now. So when, you know, when you come to apply for your student finance and they ask you, do you want to apply for maintenance loan? I said, yes. They said, do you want to apply for the higher one? I said, uh, duh, if you're going to give me more money, I'll take it. So I said, yes. And I did that all without knowing how you repay. And my dad at the time wasn't fully aware because he didn't go to university and this is beyond his time. So back in the day when he was, you know, in school, it wasn't really the thing. People didn't really go to university. So he was under the impression, like the myth we dispelled earlier, that if you have those student loan out, you're going to have to repay back more in, in the end. So my dad was like, no, do not get more maintenance loan out. How are you going to repay it? Have you even thought about that? What kind of job are you going to get when you're done with uni? And I was like, wow, he might be right. How am I going to repay this? I don't have grands and grands to give back to them. So I did my research and I was like, ah, I don't need to do that. So anyone who's there, whose parents might be thinking the same. I know my dad was like that. Or you may be unsure for yourself. I've heard people who have struggled through uni because they just didn't get the maintenance loan or they only got the bare minimum, which is everyone is able to get £3,000. But if you want to get the higher amount, that's when you have to involve your parents' income. If you live at home, if you live by yourself um, and you have no contact with your parents and you have to base it on your own income to be able to get a higher amount. But I know a lot of people who have kind of struggled for uni and had to try and get jobs and work loads of hours while trying to study because they thought that the maintenance loan and all the loans it took out would mean that they have to repay back loads and loads and loads. That is not the case. So hopefully this episode has helped to dispel some of those myths if you're going to uni, have a great time. Enjoy yourself. I know I definitely did. It was a once in a lifetime opportunity. I absolutely loved it. And I moved away from home. I was living out for three years, had a great time. If you want some more pointers about what to, what you should be looking for, what you should be doing when you go to uni, on the Pennies and Pounds Instagram page, we have a student freshers financial checklist, which you can go through and have a look and say, have I got all this sorted? These are some of the things that you may have thought about or some of the things you may be like, oh, actually, I need to. I need to do that. If you don't have a student bank account already, we've also got a post on that. because There's some really, really good student accounts. Some of them have got some really good perks. Like, for example, Santander will give you a free rail card for four years. I remember I pay for my rail card every single year. So if you have moved away from uni, that might be a good one for you. There are some great perks with some different banks. So have a look and go through and see what might suit you if you haven't already got a student bank account. I know for me it was definitely helpful. You don't need to have one and you don't need to get your student finance paid into one, but it definitely is helpful to have if you want to separate out your spending. But yes, this is a shorter episode from us this week. Promise you we've got so much more content in the works. It's going to be so good. And one year of pennies to pounds is around the corner. Oh my gosh, I can't believe time flies. Time literally flies. But yes, make sure I always do the wrong one make sure you follow us on all social platforms on twitter on instagram we come back to youtube as well follow us everywhere there'll be so many more announcements coming it'll be worth the wait until next week guys when we have another episode have a great day